Spring, is that you? Warmer temps mean new Albert styles. Meet the new Superlight Collection, the lightest ever shoes from Allbirds, now in fresh colors. These must-have travel shoes have a lighter-than-air feel and barely-there fit that made them the most packable shoes ever. Plus, they're comfy right out of the box. That means more comfort and less baggage. Experience how Allbirds is redefining comfort. Visit Allbirds.com and use code SUPER24 for a free pair of socks with a purchase of $48 or more. That's A-L-L-B-I-R-D-S dot com, code SUPER24. <laughs> well, yes, <laughs> you're correct about that. They try and take and the, thing that makes, the thing that will stop it is that if they can't be successful. They can be successful when they can walk into a gun-free zone and open up and, and kill dozens and dozens of people. But when they can't be successful, when they, when, when they get shot first, that's it, and it's over. Yeah. I'm sorry. I mean, that's just what it is. <laughs> Dan, what, 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 do you, what do you think about uh, Michael's points there and, and, and what Jack had to say? Well, uh, as you know, I've written a trilogy on, on Islamic nuclear terrorism, and, and, I, and I do a, a lot of interviews every month on lots of different things, and terrorism is one of them. I think what, what, what disturbs me is that um, I want to give you two examples of what happened recently. Oh. And there's examples of where the government Hold on is a second. Pro- Hold on a second, Dan. I've got Don Mazella has just joined us. Now, Don, you're going to have to call uh, Dan back. Okay. <laughs> and get him on with us. He was in the middle of making a, 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 a point okay. <laughs> on terrorism. Okay, I'll call uh, I, him. I will. I will throw it back to to, to Michael while we while we wait on uh while we wait on uh, Dan to get reconnected with us. Um, the 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 situation, uh, Michael is uh, you 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 bring up an excellent point. They they don't have a lot of terrorism in Texas. Well, you know, it's it's a. Uh, it, I, I feel like I'm maybe making you know over oversimplifying it or whatever like that. Obviously, there's going to be some sort of an organized thing. That's a different story, and that's kind of what the government's for is to is to is to kind of keep an eye out for that. Uh, but the bottom line is is, is um, you know Kansas Kansas is a constitutional carry state, and a lot of people carry. Yes. And we, I haven't noticed any any problems here. There's a lot of there's a lot of uh, Muslim communities and stuff like that around, but we don't have any problems, do we? Yeah. And yeah, Texas is well known for. There's not a lot of sleeper yeah. cells in Topeka, Kansas. Probably not. <laughs> and, uh, I, I think Dan's back with us. Yeah, Texas has a has a has the bigger reputation. Yeah. But Kansas actually has more liberal laws. So it's See, kind of interesting. That, that I think is amazing with, with, with some of the, if you study some of the different states. And uh, I, I, uh, to, to get back to, to, our, to our guest, Jack Duffy, uh, you're, you're a legal expert, attorney. You, you've got an excellent rating with all sorts of uh, legal institutions. What do you think about some of these states that, are, uh, that have liberal laws but are run mostly by conservatives? Well, I mean, like, which, which states are you referring to? Well, like, for instance, there with, with what Michael was saying with Kansas, where there's a lot of, we have a lot of liberal laws, but uh, the conservatives, it's a red state, conservatives run the show here, but... Uh, well, what, I meant, what I meant by liberal was, you know, we, we're, we have a lot of freedom in ah, relation to that. Ah, okay. 
uh, in other words, we've, we've got constitutional carry. You can carry concealed or open. You don't have to have a permit. Uh, Texas, Texas, you have to have a permit right. to do either. So it's right. so it's like I said, it's kind of interesting. Texas has this reputation, but but they don't. But they're more restrictive than we are. Oh, yeah, that's true. I'm not familiar with Kansas that much because I don't you know, I don't practice law there, so I'm not yeah. familiar with their laws. But uh, your question yeah, Kansas, was Kansas, Kansas is constitutional carry, so you can carry open or concealed with no permit. Yeah. Okay. Well, yep. I'm you know, I'm all for people being able to carry a gun if they want to. I mean, as long as they're not a criminal or have a history of being a criminal. It's, uh, Right. You, you notice none of these terrorists uh, went to places where they had guns. <laughs> well, That's Don, right, you, know I mean, you are correct. <laughs> I, I, no, uh, I'm in a state with no carry. I'm, tr uh, I'm still trying to get Dan. Uh, but, uh, uh, you know, it's, it's always interesting that uh, uh, these terrorists go in essentially places of worship or, or dancing. And they don't expect anybody to fight back to them. If they went, to, you don't see them going to a police station to try to shoot them up. So you know that's that's my whole take on it. But you're also right. Conservatives know how to apply law. Uh, liberals only know how to make law. That's my thought. <laughs> now, now, Michael, what, what what do you think of that statement? I I agree. <laughs> <laughs> We've got Michael Murphy with us today, and we also have Jack Duffy, and uh, our our friend Don Mazzella has joined us. He's uh, trying to get Dan Perkins back on the line here. I love technology. I've got these two on the phone. I've got Mazzella and Perkins on Skype, and uh, sometimes, you know, it's just like, why can't we just go back to the typewriter? Uh, <laughs> Now, now, Michael, uh, talk to me a little bit about your latest article, and then I want to get everybody's thoughts on, uh, on on some of the different things that you're covering. Okay, well, I I got I got approached uh, by a lady who is involved with the uh, issue of the Yazidis over in Iraq, yeah, and the plight that they're in, the genocide they're experiencing, and and um, she asked me what I could do to help, and I said, well, I. I'll see if I can write an article, maybe kind of bring some attention to it or something. I mean, I'm not yeah. the only person. There's other articles that have been written and all like that. But she put me in, in touch with some very interesting people. I've been in touch with uh, the, the Yazidis are, have a unique religion. Uh, in many cases, it's not even recognized as a religion, which is kind of funny because it's about one of the oldest ones <laughs> in existence. <laughs> um, it, um, they... They have uh, a spiritual leader in each region and all like that, and she's put me in, I've been uh, in, in touch with the, the prince who is the, kind of the, the spiritual and, and also cultural, you know, leader, so to speak, in, in Iraq, uh, and with other, with other members of that group, all like that, and they've told me a, a bunch of stuff. There was this interesting that uh, when, when uh, the, the, the Iraqi government failed back in 2014, and all this stuff gave rise, of course, to the ISIS and all. Um, there was the Kurds. The Kurds came in and said, uh, told told the um, Yazidis, they said, uh, you have to give us your guns, you know, and uh, you're not going to be allowed to have guns or anything, and we'll take over the protection for you. And all so they forced them to give up their their weapons and, and the Christians as well. And um, and then two months later, when ISIS uh, came rolling in. Uh, they took to the hills and, and ran away. The Kurds did, <laughs> and left and left all these people and, and something like um, 
there were hundreds and there were hundreds and hundreds of them, uh, you know, killed, beheaded, all sorts of stuff. Seven thousand of them were were uh, were taken. Women were women and children were taken as slaves. Uh, four over four hundred thousand were displaced. You know, it was quite a quite a big a big thing. You know, and and um, and pretty you know pretty awful for these people. And they had been and then been living under this sort of thing before. You know, Saddam had been vicious to them as well. And so they, they've they've. I guess they sort of used to it, you know, which is not a good thing. But uh, they're they're fairly, you know, peaceful people, and and uh, it's just kind of a sad state of affairs that everybody just kind of ignores it. And so uh, we just sort of thought that we'd maybe kind of help bring a little recognition to it if we could. Now, uh, now, Don, you're 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 our newspaper guy. You cover uh, all sorts of different things. What 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 do you, what do you make of the the Yazidis? I know we've talked a little bit about them on this show in the past. Ooh. Well, we you know we actually talk about them more than the national press does. Yeah. Uh, um, yeah. You know, it, um, it's a sad fact. Uh, I mean, we can go back to the Hundred Year War uh, uh, in Europe. Uh, the, the peasants suffer uh, when uh, wars happen. There, there's no answers or buts about it. And and these people have suffered greatly, as have the Christians in. Uh, uh, the Middle East, etc. There's no answers or buts. We should, um, and we could again blame our um, uh, administration for some of it because they did appeal to, uh, to us for help, and we we turned it over to the Kurds, which was not a bad thing to do. But if the Kurds had lived up to their side of the bargain, um, you know, you know the old saying about the frog and the scorpion trying to cross the river. That's what we're having here in the in, in the east. And if people don't uh, uh, recognize uh, what's happening, and also, unfortunately, we have to accept the fact that there are going to be uh, humongous casualties in this. And and I, for one, don't think we're, we've seen the half of it. I think over the next two years we're going to see a lot more of the, uh, and a lot more displacement. And it's unfortunate. And uh, what he what he's doing, I think, is uh, tremendous. And I'd love to find out how to read the article. I will. Uh, I will get you a copy of that, Don, so you can uh, you can check that out. Now, Michael, um, some some of the other things that uh, t- tell us about some of the other work you're working on, and then uh, then we'll get then we'll get back into it and, and uh, bring Jack and back into the mix. Well, I've had. Um I'm really getting more involved into the into the Article Five Convention of States stuff. We, as we watch the um, the way things are going, you know, you know this election cycle, and that's going to be another thing to talk about, I'm sure. <laughs> but uh, what you know, what's going to happen next month in the convention? You know, there's an awful lot of talk about, you know, in, in the way Trump's behaving and stuff like that. What what are people going to do? And I don't know. But the bottom line is, is I I did a, I did an article here a while back. I said, you know, the president is not that important. We we put way too much emphasis on our president. We we say we don't have a king, but then we act like when we're when we're electing a president, like we're electing a king, and we expect him to do all this stuff. But then when he does something, we get upset with him. And in the big in the big scheme of things, the states and the people are supposed to retain the power. And and we have not done that for a long time. And it's time that we start acting like the republic that we are. And um, we're trying to educate people. And get the uh, get people involved at the grassroots level to be, be involved in the Article Five uh, convention process, so that we can uh, uh, tell Washington, no, you're not going to do that. 
Now, Dan, Jim, can I yes, jump in here for a second yeah. and, and tell you, you know, the first I really heard about this was a year and a half ago on your program when we had when we had someone on. Um, and um, in the year and a half uh, since, it's been amazing at the number of people that I have found that are uh, either supporting it or know about it. So I think your efforts are succeeding um, from a, a reporting po point of view. I just want to tell you that by, by the number of people that I uh, um, talk to across the country, you're really uh, doing a good job of, of getting there. Now, uh, a, year, a year and a half ago, I think there were only two states that passed resolutions, and now eight Yep, have. now there's eight of so, them. Right. So uh, that 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 that's pretty amazing. Now, from a legal perspective, Jack, uh, what 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 do you, what do you think of the Article Five Convention and, and everything that's uh, been 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 kind of drummed up over the last couple of months? Well, I'm going to have to confess to you, I'm not. Uh, I've been so busy with legal work, I haven't kept up. What is the Article Five Convention? I haven't kept up with it. <laughs> Shame on you, Jack. <laughs> <laughs> I really, I'm, Article Five. Article Article Five. Good. No, go, go. Article five, yeah, Article five of the Constitution is, is the provision where whereby uh, uh, amendments can be made uh, to the Constitution. Uh, oh. They're either proposed by they're either proposed by two thirds of the uh, Congress or by uh, two thirds of the states. Okay, uh, the, the control issue is that what you're talking about, or does there want to change that? No, no, no. We're talking we're talking about the Convention of States project is is an effort to. Uh, uh, have states uh, call a convention to limit the scope and power of the federal government. Oh, yeah, okay. And so that's a generic kind of a thing. In other words, it's not going to be to give government power. It's going to be to take power away from government, whether it's uh, through um, uh, term limits or uh, yeah. budget restrictions, spending limits, things like that. Uh, those, those are all things. And, but, I mean, something, that'll, something that'll, that'll come out of the convention. We're not you know, proposing specific amendments. We're, what we're doing is proposing something general so that the states can get together and, and uh, do it. But it's never been done before, and uh, we think it's time. Just, uh, Texas was trying to propose something recently. Uh, our lieutenant uh, Governor, was, Governor Abbott is on board with it, yes. Yeah. Right, right. Yeah, I know what you're talking about. Yeah. Well, I mean, I yep. tend to I agree with what he's trying to do. Uh, I think he's a good guy, a good governor here in Texas, and uh, I, I do kind of support what he's doing here in Texas. Now, uh, Don, uh, we, we, we were talking there about the, the, the Article 5 uh, convention. Uh, eight states, as Michael was saying, are on board. Uh, do, do you think that uh, this is going to be something that's going to sweep and we're gonna, they're going to pick up more states as they move forward? Well, I tell you, if, if Donald Trump loses uh, the presidential election, uh, I, I think you'll definitely see a, 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 an upsurge because people will be so um, uh, anxious about what uh, Hillary Clinton will do and uh, uh, nominating to the Supreme Court, etc., that that uh, uh, the the best thing that can happen for their movement is for Donald Trump to to uh, uh, lose. But uh, I, re I really do think that um, uh, after the election, one way or the other, you, you'll see an upsurge in the efforts to have such a, um, um, a concave. 
Now, uh, now, Jack, uh, I want to I want to bring you in on uh, on a legal uh, perspective here. Speaking of Trump, there is a uh, that there there is all sorts of rumors that uh, the the Republicans are, are going to just take the nomination from him. They're not going to let him have it, and they're going to go through with their rules and 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 they're going to change the rules and things like this. From a legal perspective, uh, does does Trump have have the ability to sue these guys if they go, nope, you can't have it because he's won all these primaries? Or wh- wh- where does where does he evoke, I guess, a, a, a legal means on this? Well, it's kind of an unusual situation because it hadn't happened very often in my lifetime. I mean, I suppose if they change the rules, which I understand they can do that, if they change the rules around the last minute and try to cut him out of the equation, yeah, I think he definitely would have uh, some legal basis for doing something. Now, whether or not he'd be successful, that's a different story, but I think he certainly he might have a, a legal stand to do something about it uh, if they try to do that. Jig, uh, uh, Jig, could I jump in here yes. and say uh, I, the firing of his campaign manager uh, this today clearly tells you that uh, he, he's bringing uh, people in from the, 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 the regular Republican organization. Uh, they demanded a pound of flesh, and they got it with uh, his firing. Um, the, there'll be other changes, and gradually you'll see this will become a, a Republican operative operation. Because Trump can't win without um, without the uh, on-the-ground people uh, uh, um, in the various states. They can't uh, afford to let Hillary win. So it's almost, uh, again, using the analogy of the frog and the, the scorpion, they're going to learn to live together and hopefully win the, win the election. I think, it's, I think it's more like the scorpion and the rattlesnake. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I need a new one. Will you say it again? I haven't heard that story yet, but... <laughs> Scorpion and a rattlesnake is that is, is oh. that what you were saying there, Michael? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, okay. Well, well, you get the general idea. Sometimes you have to work together in order to, to get across the river or the, uh, through the sands. But in this and in this case, I uh, uh, think Donald Trump. Uh, I've been told by somebody that there was a very very intense meeting over the weekend uh, involving some uh, uh, Republican leadership. And, and Donald Trump's people. And the end result was Monday morning you saw somebody go who had to go uh, if there was going to be any sort of chance for the Republican uh, establishment to work with uh, Donald Trump. And, and again, demonstrate uh, his smartness. He, he, dumped, uh, he dumped a guy that was with him when no one else would be with him in order to, to get the bigger prize. Uh, fits his character. Now, uh, now, Michael, you were a Ted Cruz supporter, and uh, with with Ted not in the mix anymore, I, I know you're not going to vote for Hillary. But are you one of these folks that are going to hold your nose and vote for Trump, or are you going to uh, do like some of these Republicans have done, who uh, immediately go and uh, they don't vote for Trump, they don't vote for Hillary, they go vote for Gary Johnson, the Libertarian? <laughs> well, uh, let's see. Between now and, you know, can a leopard change his spots? I I have just watched Trump for too long, and and to be, on, to be honest with you, I I get I get the willies around him. Yes. I mean, the hair stands up on the back of my neck. I don't trust him. I just don't trust him. Now, uh, 
Dawn, Dawn. Piggy, we got we got Dan Perkins yes, back. Yes, we've got Dan back with us. Dan, um, I thought you left me out out in the cold. <laughs> I didn't get a chance to finish finish my uh, comment. Michael, Michael was. We were just talking about Trump and everything. Um, Michael Murphy, Good. Michael Murphy was saying that uh, that a, a leopard doesn't change his spots. And, uh, of course, Michael, in full disclosure, was a uh, Ted Cruz supporter, so he's not exactly happy that, that Trump is the front-runner on all this. Um, actually, you know, actually, I was, I was more of a, of a Walker and Rand Paul guy. Ah, okay. Okay. Early on. So, I mean, I, I switched to, to Cruz and, you know, once, once things kind of started shifting. So, so uh, I'm, I'm genuinely sorry for your loss. <laughs> not you. You're not really, Dan. <laughs> Donald Trump was your man after all along. All yeah. uh, let me. Let me. Can I say something now? Jump in there. Jump in there. <laughs> okay. Sp- speaking of Mr. Trump, the president of the United States either has Alzheimer's or he's lying. <laughs> Well. He told America that Mr. Trump's idea of limiting the immigration from nation states that are known terrorists yes. was not the way we operate in the United States. Yes. His problem is that he forgot to tell the American people that he's done it six times in his administration. <laughs> So that's why I say either he's got Alzheimer's or he's just flat out lying. <laughs> Mike, and uh, uh, Bush did it four you, times. You think he's a liar, Michael? <laughs> yes, I do. <laughs> uh, now, okay. now, Jack, right. Your, your, so, your legal opinion is it Alzheimer's or is the president a liar? <laughs> well, that's a medical opinion. I don't. You got a medical opinion, okay? <laughs> So here's here's part two. <laughs> okay, Dan. Here's, go. Jim, here's, 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 here's part two. Part two has two pieces. Last Friday, the Department of Homeland Security announced that they were yes. going to spend $100 million on social media marketing to try and convince the American young people oh, to not to convert to Islam orders. and to oh. or, 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 or and the, those Muslims who have not converted to radical Islam to keep them from converting. One hundred million dollars. However, the Department of Homeland Security said you cannot use Sharia and you cannot use jihad in any of your communications. <laughs> On Sunday, on Sunday, the Attorney General of the United States announced that they're going to release the transcript of the communications between the shooter in Orlando and the FBI and the police. However, they're going to redact out of the transcript any any references to Sharia, to the Koran, to radical Islamic, and they're not going to release the actual tapes. So what we have is a central government, two government agencies, the Homeland Security, 
and the Department of Justice who are now determining free speech in the United States. There's something fundamentally wrong when we as a nation who have been attacked a number of times by people who believe in radical Islam yeah. who follow the Quran and Sharia law where we cannot use that in any because it's racist. And I say, that's bullcrap. Now, Michael, uh, what, what, what do you think of uh, Dan's points there? And then we'll let Jack jump in, and then we'll let Don jump in. Oh, I, I agree 100%. I'd, I'd heard that earlier, too. In fact, I, I, I did hear on the radio uh, just not long before we got on the phone that, that there is, or maybe I saw it on a post on Facebook, I mean, a, uh, not, a, not a post, but a, uh, um, a, news, a news release, yeah. that there was enough public outcry that they were backing off of that uh, because they were changing, I think they changed any reference to Allah to God and then were anything where it said Muslim or Islam right. or ISIS or anything like that was just blanked out. And I guess there was enough screaming and hollering about it that maybe they backed right. off. But I, don't, I, can't, I can't swear to that, but... But I, I agree. I mean, you know, you know we've had this over the over the years. The idea that I mean, trying to change. We, 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 well, and see, that's, we that's, have that's the people thing, who, Michael. Go ahead, Dan. We have people who 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 look at what happened in Orlando, Florida, and blame the guns and the Second Amendment, and they want to get rid of the Second Amendment. They are unwilling because of political correctness to say. This man praised Allah and that he was killing people for the greater glory of God. And yet we, as a country, the Democrats by and large, the president on down, want to focus on the guns and not solving the, trying to solve the problem. As one of your guests said earlier in the show, uh, before I went on hiatus, um, <laughs> that, uh, that... Uh, we we don't want to do anything. We are we're so so knotted up in political correctness and are not willing to deal with what the reality is. There, we're we've got a government that can't function. Exactly right. Now now now, Jack. When when it comes to the uh, the, the Second Amendment from a legal perspective. Uh, will there ever come a day where they will basically wipe out the Second Amendment, or is that just not not ever going to happen? Well, the, the theory is that if Hillary gets elected, she's going to put the court in the court, and then they can very easily try to take away the Second Amendment. So that's, that's the threat that they're using right now about why she shouldn't be elected president. At least the, the conservatives are saying that. Uh, Justice Clarence Thomas has indicated he may retire after the election, so he's another conservative. He's going to be yes. So the next president is going to be able to put at least two, maybe three Supreme Court justices on there, and that's going to, that's going to be very, very uh, important. Do they pick? It is very. It's the it's the most most important part of this presidential election. Not the wall, not uh, protection, none of that stuff. Trade, all that's important. But the most important thing is that this president will probably have the ability to replace three, maybe four justices on the Supreme Court. And if if it turns to a liberal bias because we elect Hillary Clinton, God help us all because 
God will no longer bless America. Yeah. Amen. Dan, you hit right on the hill. That's um, right under the head. Uh, we, we've got to, the uh, election of a Republican is extremely important uh, for, for that alone. Mm -hmm. I agree. I agree. I, I I look at what's going on, and I and can I just follow up on the on the 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 the, the last gentleman's comment about the Second Amendment? Yes, go. One thing that's very important to understand about liberal Democrats—they have extremely long time horizons to get their objective. Look how long. You go back to the Clinton administration when Hillary was trying to get <coughs> universal health care. Yeah. When it got soundly defeated, did they walk? Did Democrats walk away from it? No. When they got a socialist president, they brought it in. They found a way to go around the Constitution and get it done. So when Jim, when you ask the question, is the, yeah. is the Second Amendment going to go away? Don't count it out, Michael. What what were you saying there? I was, I was saying that that, uh, that Hillary's uh, idea of the uh, of the, the health care wasn't wasn't the first one. Uh, that you know that started back under under FDR the idea of, of that. And, yes. and the progressives have been working on this for over a hundred years. You know, so this is right. not like you said. You're, you're exactly right. They've got a long a long term goal, but I mean there's I mean even longer than it, <laughs> than you might think. Right. And the the Republicans Republicans. Because so many of them deal with with money and Wall Street and all that stuff, they think in quarter ninety days ahead, ninety days ahead. Oh yeah. So the idea that I mean they're talking about the if you're on the no fly list, you don't get a gun. That's not the problem. The no fly list isn't the problem. The gun isn't the problem. It's the inability of the government to make a decision to go out and get the bad guys. And if we never make that decision, our country is doomed. To Very much so. Well, I, had, I, I had a I had a mem that I shared. Just and I'm looking for it really quick. It it shows um, a couple of um, fingerprints. Here it is. It says Obama says, "Don't worry about immigrants because they're all getting background checks." And then the other side says, Obama, we need gun bans because background checks don't work. <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> Very true. I mean, it's, 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 point, you know? it's, it's classic misdirection. If you look at what happened after Orlando, you can follow everybody from the president on down to, to, to Joe Biden to, to Hillary. All of them talked about the gun. They didn't talk crap about the fact that the, the gays. There's a thing in Drudge this morning that gays who want to support Trump because they believe he's better for them than Hillary fear for their lives. Fear for their lives. It's it, it's a heck of a deal. Uh, we gotta we gotta wrap this up today. Before we let everybody go, uh, I want you guys to get your uh, get your plugs in. Jack, we'll start with you. How do we get a hold of you? How do we pick up the book? All that. Uh, well, my website is jackduffyattorney.com. Uh, the book can be purchased from Amazon or from Barnes and Noble or from Tate Publishing. So that's how they get it. Awesome. Well, thank you for being with us today, Don. How do we get a hold of you, my friend? Uh, DonMazzello.com uh, uh, Hashtag uh, Did you say Don or John? Don Yeah, I thought, I thought so <laughs> Don. I, I've been quiet uh, for, uh, Anyway uh, 
Hashtag 2SB Digest and smallbusinessdigestmag.com. And uh, Dan, how do we get a hold of you, my friend? Okay. First of all, two guys from Verona.com, Tuesday nights, 8 o'clock, W4CIRadio.com. Book website, danperkins.guru. Foundation, Songs and Stories for Soldiers.us. And thank you, Jim. And uh, Michael, uh, how, how do we read the articles and uh, connect with you, my friend? Uh, go go online to Madison's, as in uh, uh, James Madison. It's Madison S with an S, uh, CPC, and that stands for Constitutional Protection Corporation. And uh, that's madisoncpc.com. And you can see my articles and other articles there. And uh, my uh, I have a page there as well that uh, has a, that has a list of all my articles and email and all that stuff. So. Fantastic. Well, this has been definitely fun. We will definitely do this again. Michael, I will talk to you next month. And uh, Dan and Don, we'll talk to you next week. And Jack, I will be in touch, my friend. Sure. I enjoyed it. I appreciate it. Thanks, Thank you. Thank you, gentlemen. Appreciate it. That is that for this edition of the World Famous Cheeky Jaguar Radio Program. Coast to coast and border to border on TuneIn, iTunes, our radio loyalty, and Stitcher. And uh, if you want to get a hold of us, Get a hold of us on our app, ChiggyChegwire.us. That's that, and we will see you tomorrow here on our big program.